Hello and welcome to the Pen Addict Podcast, episode 67. The Pen Addict is a weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by a man who I'm sure only owns check shirts because they remind him of the grid paper that he loves so dearly, Mr. Brad Dowdy. <laughs> you know, I have a complex about that. <laughs> really? No, I, but it just seems like every picture is like that, that I do... Um, Mike is is referring to this new thing that we, that somehow came up between me and and some of my followers on Instagram. Where I don't know. Number one, it seems like every picture I'm in, I'm wearing some kind of type of check or plaid shirt, and that's I mean that's pretty true. You should see my closet; it's pretty scary. Um, and then I I just happened to make a picture the other day, um, just showing the um, the Vin- retro fifty one vintage surf in my pocket. I was going to register the kids for school, so I knew I would have to be writing a lot. So that's the pen I chose to take to school to write with, and I just did it in my shirt pocket. Mm-hmm. And as a, it was a plaid shirt, and you know, I that was it, and I didn't think anything of it. Posted it to Instagram, and then um, <laughs> someone said, I, "I don't have it pulled up right now. I can't remember who it was." Is like we need to have you need to make this a thing. We need to pocket shots, you know, every day. And then other people started doing it. So now we have this tag on Instagram called pocket shots that, um, you know, we've already got, um, other, other people, um, getting in on the game right now. So it's, uh, it's pretty funny, but, uh, yeah, it seems like every, like the one I, I laughed last night because the shirt I was wearing when I took it is actually the same shirt I have in my, um, um, avatar photo. So it it looks kind of uh, funky. <laughs> Just happened to be what I was wearing last night. So anyway, yes, that's uh that's a thing. So you'll you'll see all my pocket shots are they're they're gonna be variations of plaids and checks and pretty much that's about it. That's that's what I wear to work and it it's kind of funny. So but anyway, join us on <laughs> join us on Instagram and hashtag pocket shots. I'll put a link to your uh Instagram in the show notes. Well, that tends to be every week, but people can go and they can see your your pocket shot photos. I don't really put pens in that pocket. I put them in my trouser pocket, which most people will probably find peculiar. Yeah, I, I don't do that. It's it's very it'd be very rare that I clipped a pen to my pocket. Now, there's a few that I will, but uh, otherwise, I'm I'm pretty hesitant to do that. Yeah, so, I, especially fountain pens or you know something that's not really like really on lockdown. I clip them to the pocket mm-hmm. um, yeah or absolutely. my my uh, space pen is clipped to the notebook so yeah yeah now I'll see that now I will do that sometimes if I have a mini pen I'll clip it to the inside of the field notes and that will go in my pocket but um, it's usually clipped to my shirt either the pocket or the placket so maybe we'll have placket shots coming up soon if I don't have a shirt pocket placket you don't know what a placket the placket is that um is the um, the middle section where the buttons are, that that oh. kind of double layered thicker part where your the buttons go on your shirt? I had no that, idea. That is called a placket. Yes, I'm a I'm a fashion maven, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I can see the Wikipedia page. <laughs> placket. Okay. Yep. I I am a former Brooks Brothers employee, so that's where the um the. Uh, the knowledge, the knowledge comes from, and the, uh, and I guess the, the check and the plaid shirts. So, <laughs> we should carry on, shouldn't we? We probably should, buddy. We probably should carry on up the charts. <laughs> what charts? 
<laughs> Not the iTunes charts at the weight this rate this is going. Hey. <laughs> so we got some we got some we got some killer follow up um this week. This will be a mostly follow up show, I have a feeling. Um and then we got a little bit of, of main topic uh which is kind of follow up in and of itself. So um let's get into it. Okay. Um we talked, I think it was maybe I don't think it was last week. I think it was two weeks ago where we posted about this new Field Notes group on Facebook, which caused me to recreate my Facebook account um, just so I could join this group because it seemed like it was it was going extremely well. And it is because Jim Koodle of uh, Koodle, I guess, what's it, what's, his, what's the main company uh, name for Koodle, Jim? Koodle, Koodle Partners. Inc. Partners. Kudo Partner, yeah, that's right. Kudo Partners. So he's the he's the founder of Field Notes along with Aaron Draplin, but uh, Jim Jim Kudal and Brian Bedell, who works for Field Notes, who is um, you know I've talked about time and time again. He's answered some emails for me. Um, who works at Field Notes? I guess I think pretty much since the beginning. Jim and Brian took the time out of their day one day last week to do an ask me anything or an AMA session on this field notes, Facebook page. And seriously, if you're into field notes at all, and you know, even if you're not a big Facebook person, you should find a way to go in and read this because as I'm staring at it right now is 388 comments. And that's just not the, the members of the group doing this. Jim and Brian were extremely effective in answering um, answering questions and giving some feedback to the users. They were very involved. They did this for hours. It must have been, I don't know, just kind of looking at the timestamps. They were in, in and out of the group for three or four hours answering questions. I was very impressed. I read through the whole thing. Um, they gave some great answers. So you guys should definitely check it out. It's They're doing a great job supporting the community, and Field Notes has always done a great job at that. They're very approachable, um, and, you know, they're they, – they like to talk about their product as much as we like to talk about their product. So um, we're, I was happy to see that, and that's a fun thing. So we'll have that link in the, uh, in the show notes for you to go look at this Field Notes uh, AMA. But uh, did, you, got, you got a chance to read through that, Mike? Yeah, I, I wasn't there when it was happening. Yeah, um, I missed it too. I kind of found out about it, and it was all done by the time that I found out about it. But I've actually read through it. Well, I haven't read it like word for word. I was like scanning right. through and picking out some bits, and it was really interesting. They were very open, as much as you know they will be, because you're never going to find sure. out like the next version, you know, of field notes or whatever. But um, yeah, it was cool to to read. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, they gave a bunch of bunch of good insights. So you should, um, and they they do a good job of not spoiling the the next edition because that's a, a huge part of the game these days. I think as big as they're getting, I think I think they're I think they're starting to sweat that a little bit now. I would kind so of part, hate it if if they did spoil it. Yeah, I like the surprise of getting that email. Oh, that's that's the big deal. I mean, that's totally a big deal. But I know it's coming soon again though because they're tweeting about like checking proofs and stuff. So. Yep. It's coming. Yep. So check out that check out that AMA. Um, it's very cool. They did a good job. A lot of good insight there. And um, you have you have something cool coming up uh, related to that, right? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So on Five by Five, I host an interview show called Command Space, and Command Space uh, is a weekly show where I tend to talk to people in the internet and web community, etc. Now, this upcoming week, the show's usually released on Wednesdays, but I'm actually going to be having two episodes this week because um, it was a opportunity I didn't want to turn down. I've actually got the chance to speak to Jim, 
Um, and so Jim Kudal is going to be a guest of mine on Command Space um, later on this week. So I will have a, my usual episode on Wednesday. Um, but fifth, episode 57, which will probably go up either on Friday of this week, which is the 16th, or some point over the weekend will be a special episode with Jim Kudal. Um, and we'll be talking about the deck, which is his advertising agency. But of course, we're going to be talking a lot about field notes. If you have any burning questions, I mean, assume that I'm probably going to grab the, you know, how, where the field notes come from, all of that sort of stuff. If you have any burning questions, maybe you had something that you wish you could have got to ask in the Q&A, tweet them to me and I'll, I'll, I maybe will pick some of the best ones um, to read on the show if it's anything you know that, that I haven't already thought about. So feel free to do that. But uh, yeah, so I'm sure that the listeners of this show will probably be really interested in that. So look mm-hmm. out for that. It'll be at 5by5.tv slash cmdspace. So it's like... So it spells like C-M-D-S-P-A-C-E, so it's command space. Um, and it will be episode 57, I think I said. Um, so yeah, you can find it there. But obviously you can find a link to the command space page as well in our show notes for this show, which are a lot easier to type, which is 5x5.tv slash penaddict. And you'll find a link there in case you have not listened before. Awesome. I look forward to that. Jim's an interesting guy. He's, he's, got, he's involved in so many things. He's not just, you know, people... You might just know him for field notes or they just might know him for the deck and not put two and two together and then he's got other things going on too so he's a impressive individual it's it's fun to hear from guys like that who have uh who are involved in so many things so i look forward to that and i'll i will uh i'm gonna come up with some questions too so i'll, I'll send you some maybe i'll get picked if you're lucky yeah <laughs> you auto delete my emails i'm sure yeah it's just i just have a filter <laughs> So last week I talked about my decision to cut back how many fountain pens I carry and have inked up at one time. Um, and I guess what, two weekends ago is when I set this up. And the very first night I set it up, I had issues and made a switch, switched a pen, switch an ink. And we talked about a little bit that went behind the decision. And I got a lot of feedback on that saying where are certain pens that I've very openly discussed as my favorite pens. So like in this loadout, I did not include the Lamy 2000, which I love. I did not include the Pilot Vanishing Point, which I love. Yep. And I did not include the Pilot Custom Heritage with the PO nib, which I talk about all the time, which I love. So these, this so I was a- why I originally was like, I want to know why you've picked what you've picked and what you've picked. Right. And it was funny because you weren't the only one that said that there was I got I mean, I was getting emails like, hey, where's the, you know, Blami 2000 or hey, where's the VP? And I, I, I it was a conscious effort. I didn't think I would actually get feedback like that at the time. I wasn't thinking. But then once I started getting multiple people saying, well, why didn't you pick this? This is the pen you love and you talk about all the time. And then it was actually a, a conscious effort to use the pens that I know aren't I know those pens are my favorite pens. There's no questions that I have about the 2000 or the VP or the Pilot Custom Heritage 912. Those those pens have been solved, if you will. Those are probably my top three favorite pens, favorite fountain pens, which reminds me I need to update my fountain pen list. That's a whole other discussion. Um, I know how much I love those pens. 
So I felt that I need, if I'm limiting myself to five, I want to try, say I have maybe 20 really good pens that I want to kind of sort out, get the details on, use more, um, enjoy more than just having them sitting there in a pen case uninked. Um, I want to get them more into the rotation so I can have a greater experience and appreciation for these pens. So that's why I wanted to pick things like the the Pilot 51. Up, oh, God, there, I did it again. The Parker 51. <laughs> that is just uh, complete I brain lock. I have such trouble with Pilot and Parker. It is. It's I don't just know the why. 51, though. It's just the 51. For I, me, it's golly. just with everything. At least I caught myself that time. You Half the time, I don't catch myself, and I get get reamed over it over Twitter afterwards. Like, yo, you did it again. <laughs> You're so <laughs> stupid, yeah, the, Brad. Huh? You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You did it again. Um, the Parker 51, which is actually pretty new to my collection. I just bought that off my friend Thomas, um, I don't know, like a month ago. So, you know, I want to get that pen. I want to use that pen. So if I'm limiting myself to five, I've only got so many slots in my pen case. And, you know, the Pilot Namiki Falcon, that pen is amazing. And with that flex nib, it's, I never thought I would like, I thought I would like that pen, but actually I love that pen. So I want to get that in the rotation. And then the Twisby Mini, which is well known to me and something I've used a million times, but I bought an EF nib for it which previously I had a 1.5 millimeter stub nib. So I swapped out the nib. So I wanted to use that. Um, the Edison Beaumont Stealth is a pen that, you know, I've had mixed feelings on when I first tested it out. Then I kind of came around on it and fell in love with it. So I wanted to get more use out of that. And then the Pilot, uh, gosh, the Pelican M405, which I actually have had loaded out for a long time. I still need to review that pen, um, so that's why I kept it inked and loaded out because I and like I enjoy using it and I need to write a review on it. So that was kind of my decision. The pens that I love, I know I love them, and I have no questions about the ones I chose to keep inked up and loaded out um, are pens that I still had questions about or wanted to try something different with. So that was what went behind this decision. This isn't a, because this isn't a permanent selection, right? I mean, this is going to be a rotating thing, but you know, it was good for a change to go into this past weekend when I usually clean or ink, uh, re-ink my fountain pens. I didn't have to do any of that. I cleaned no pens this weekend. I have the same five pens, which means my, my decision was pretty solid, I think. So I, I'm pretty happy with the way it's going. And, you know, I'll be changing them out, you know, and fitting in new pens. I'm going to have new pens coming in that I want to review and things like that. So they'll cycle in and then I'll have some of my favorites coming back in there that I miss, like the Lamy 2000, which I'm already missing. Um, I want to get back that back in there eventually. But, you know, that was that was the point behind it is to force myself to use some of the pens that I'm not using as frequently and kind of set to the side the pens that I know are great and, you know, like I said, I feel like they're solved at least and that I love them. There's no question about them. Um, so that's that's kind of what went behind it. But I did get a lot of questions on that. So it was, it was interesting feedback and good feedback. So, But um, this will be a kind of a, a recurring thing. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely have some updates to, to this. I'm thinking about switching out one of the inks. But um, really, I'm pretty happy with the five pens I have loaded out now. But um, I do have a couple pens on order that will 
force some changes into this rotation. So I look forward to that too. Sounds so good. does that make that make sense? Yeah, man. I'm excited to see how it changes. Yeah, yeah. I and, guess it makes know. sense, right? The things that you really, really love don't necessarily need to be tried and tested and used all the time. And, you know. Right, and that's it's actually kind of a, it's a little bit of a hard balance for me because I do need to review pens. I'm not just carrying everything that I love all the time and just going on with my life. There's things I need to figure out about some pens because I need to answer some questions um, either, you know, on the podcast or in a public venue like the, you know, like on the blog doing a review or something like that. So that is kind so, of unlike me in a way like I, I, I recently anyway have been finding something and that's what I'll use. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm, I, don't, I haven't really been chopping and changing a lot. Mm-hmm. I use the space pen so much more than I thought that I would have done though. Oh wow, that's good. Just because it's easy and it's always there. Yeah, I I am filling up these field notes books like, like I never expected I would have done. <laughs> that's cool. We'll hold that thought because we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean that's that's you know part of trying to figure out all that. I do because what I would do before it was say I'd have all my favorites loaded out with ink, right? So I'd say man, I'd, I'd have all those pens that I say I love. And they'd be in one pin case. Then I'd have a whole another pin case of pins I need to test out or, you know, review, answer questions about things like that. So that's that's how I'd end up getting ten or twelve pins inked all of a sudden, right? So I was just trying to throttle that back a little bit and kind of have a little bit better um, life cycle of of inking the pins. So it's it's. I was worried at first. It's surprisingly working well right now. So we'll see how it goes to, to be determined. So we got another pen that um, it's, it's going to cause consternation when I'm, if I'm just inking up five pens <laughs> when so this, it comes down, when it comes down to it. Yes. Yeah, it's a bit um, of a bombshell really. I think it caught me off guard. How about you? Yeah. Just a tad, so, just a tad. So why don't, why don't, why don't you drive this? Cause you actually, own this pen and I am waiting for mine so what what do you, what do you have in your hands so f- full disclosure previous sponsor of the show Colt Pens have a a new fountain pen a mini fountain pen that they have been developing in conjunction with Kaweco they've actually made it for them um it's called the Colt Pens mini mini fountain um and it's a it's a small, it's a mini slim uh, fountain pen. It's, I don't know, I assume aluminium. Uh, uh, yeah, anodized, anodized aluminium okay. with a matte brushed um, finish. Now, also worth pointing out as well, the guys over at Colt Pens sent me this. Um, I, 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 you know, I feel like I should say that. Just, Definitely. You know, I feel like they, that's important. Yes, and they are sending me one as well. I have not received it yet. So, so they sent a, Mike and I these pins to review um, at no charge. I don't want to get into it too much today. Um, I wanted to mention that it was there and give some very initial impressions, but really I would like me and Brad to talk about it back and forth a little bit when he receives his, which might even be by next week. Yeah, I, I would wager it probably is. So hopefully we, next weekend we can um, dedicate like just like a review slot doing and um, we can go back and forth about it. So the pen is very well put together. It's very well built, as you would expect from Kaweco. Um, It's nicely balanced. It's 
very small. It is so small that it has to have the cap on, really, to, to fit in my hand. Um, but it is weighted in such a way that that is not necessarily a problem for me. You know, sometimes there mm. are some pens that work like that. This is one of them. Um, it is very nice to look at. The anodized aluminium, the brush finish is quite nice. I like that a lot too. Um, I Again, I also haven't had as much time to use this as I would have wanted to. Um, so that's another reason why I want to, to be able to, to give it a little bit longer before giving a full review. There was one thing that I wanted to mention about this pen. So, so all in all, it is really nice. And if people have been holding off to see what our thoughts were before they bought one, I would say if you trust my opinion on these things, then you're going to like this because it's, it's kind of everything you would expect and want from a product of this type. It's very well put together. It's extremely well value for money. Um, it looks great, works great. I mean, because you... You don't need to be concerned about the Kueco nibs, for example, you know, because you know that they're good because you've used them before, or we have, and we know that they are. So, you know, I know that Brad would say that that's fine, and because they are the same nibs, they are Kueco nibs. Yep. Um, so, I had asked for a medium nib, and um, our friend Greg, um, he said, "Look, cold pens." He's like, "Why don't I send you a couple? I send you a few." I was like, "Okay, go for it." So he sent me a medium a fine and a broad nib. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried the medium out and that was okay. I mean, you know, it was perfectly fine. It was what I've used in Kawakos in the past. Um, but a little too, a little on the fine side of the medium for me. Um, and one of the reasons that I never really liked the Kaweco as in a daily user, like I've always liked the pen, but I've never really fell in love with it because the medium was not really medium enough. Um, for me, so I thought. But on that, because of that, I'll try the bold. Um, so I trolled, tried the uh, the bold nib, um, and didn't like it. Really? Yeah. <coughs> um, it gave the right line, but it felt mm. like there was some issues with the flow. Mm-hmm. For me, um, I just wasn't a big fan of the of it. I mean, it, it worked fine. It just wasn't blowing my mind like it okay. like it wasn't laying down as much ink as I usually expect from a bold and and I've found this from Japanese pens really in general that that bold bold nibs don't give me what I want from a bold and medium don't give me what I want from a medium mm-hmm. personally except, except these are German nibs oh you were waiting weren't you <laughs> how long were you going to allow me to continue it down that road Okay, no, well, just no, 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 no. You just said it. You were. Do, do you want to finish? Because I, I do have a comment on that. No, no, please. Go. What I know, I'm, I'm, I'm collecting my thoughts. Oh, here. Okay. What you're saying about Kawiko's nibs, I agree with 100. percent And I found two companies, and someone. A listener can maybe tell me if there is similarities in the manufacture of these nibs because Kawiko does not make their own nibs. Kawiko nibs and Twisby nibs, which Twisby sources their nibs from Germany, uh, Bach nibs, I guess, or Jowo. I don't know which one they're using today. They're, they've gone back and forth. I wonder if Kawiko and Twisby use the same manufacturer because I find in comparison to other German pens, to other German nibs, that the Kawiko nibs 
and the Twisby nibs are finer than their other German counterparts, say Lamy, Pelican, um, something like that. So if you take a Kaweco Extra Fine and a Twisby Extra Fine, they're going to be much finer than a Lamy Extra Fine or a Pelican Extra Fine, despite the fact that they're all German, air quote, nibs. Um, and I think that's what you're running into. Um, so that's just, that's not, you know, scientific data. That's just from using all these nibs. That's why I rave about the Kaweco EF nibs and the Twisby EF nibs, because they're a tighter and a finer line than a Lama EF nib. Then, you know, then like if you were categorizing in the big bucket of German nibs versus Japanese nibs, there's some variance, right? Not every nib is created the same. And I find that Kawiko and Twisby nibs write identical to each other, um, which I think is why I love them. But that's why I think you're running into, you know, like the medium, which would be if you went into the store, Mike Hurley goes in to buy a fountain pen, he buys a German medium nib. That would be his expectation of what you would like where this Kawiko one is probably a little bit finer for you than what your expectation would be. So that would make sense why I expected that they were Japanese style mm-hmm. because they're finer. So, but saying what you did about the, the comparison to the Twisby, it's very interesting to me because the nib that I've fallen in love with is the fine, mm. which is ah, the same as the Twisby. So I really, really like the fine nib. Um, it's not scratchy. It's very smooth. It gives a good distribution of ink. And it's a nice legible line. And it works really, really well for me. And I've been enjoying the fine a lot with this. Cool. The Colt Pens Mini Fountain Pen with a fine nib. That is my recommendation. So that's that's yours. So, okay, cool. So hopefully I will get mine this week. And we can kind of, we'll go through head to toe when when I get it. And um, we'll have some conversation around it. And, um, you know, expand on it a little bit more. So I look for, hopefully, I would wager I will get it in time to um, be ready for next week's episode. I hope so. Yep. Cool. All right. So we've got a little bit of a follow-up slash main topic. So you want to uh, get into that after we do uh, hear from our good friends at Squarespace? Sounds like a plan to me, sir. All right. Give me two seconds here, he says, as he's just bringing up the document to do such a thing. <laughs> so this this uh, episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to create your own website for a free trial and 10% off. Go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO8. Squarespace are constantly updating their platform, adding new features, having new templates, new designs, and just making the platform even more irresistible. They have beautiful designs for you to work with. Tons of style options that allow you to adjust and create your own space online. Squarespace give you all of the tools that you need to create your own website, whether that's like a portfolio, a business site, a blog, whatever you want to make, Squarespace do it all. They take care of the hosting, SEO, and make sure your site looks automatically great on any device as they feature responsive web design out of the box. So your site's going to look fantastic on any device. They allow you to connect your social media accounts like Twitter, Facebook, 
Pinterest, Instagram, and many more, so you can post automatically and share content with the sites. You can set up a commerce platform, so they've recently added e-commerce to Squarespace. So if you want to set up a shop and sell things, you can do so in just a few minutes, and this can be integrated into any Squarespace site. Go over to squarespace.com. You can sign up for a free trial there and check out their videos. They've got some great videos that show how different people are using Squarespace to create their own sites online, and it will help give you some great inspiration for how they could be and should be the home for your next web project. While you're there, sign up for a free trial. No credit card required. If you decide to purchase, Squarespace plans start at $8 a month and include a free domain name if you sign up for one year. And make sure you get 10% off and support the show by using the offer code TALLYHO8. That's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O and the number 8. So go check out Squarespace, everything that you need to create an exceptional website. So that's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O-8. Eight. Okay, I had to write that down. Oh. So I'm, 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 I might need that. I might need that in the uh, near future. Hmm. Just saying. Hmm. Just saying. Oh, was I not on mute? We weren't on our private channel. No, that was that was fully on the shows. Sneaky oh. dowdy. Oh, you might have to edit that out. <clears throat> There's no editing on this show. No yeah. editing on this show. Yeah, tally ho eight. All right, that's written down. Just saying, written down, noted. Very intriguing. All right, so we have a uh, we have a topic that a listener. Um, sent in that I thought was excellent, excellent idea, and I'm totally gonna get the listener wrong <laughs> who sent this in because I didn't write it down. Oh, but I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm 99% sure it's Tony Gionta, who on App.net is why not the letter Y N O T. He is a new pen addict listener. He is a new fountain pen addict who has gone from you know zero to sixty and. 3.1 seconds um, in his fountain pen addiction. And he asked, and I thought it was a great thing because he was going back through a bunch of the old episodes. He ran across episode 36, um, which had our stationary resolutions for the new year. So we did that right after the new year in 2013, this year, earlier in January. Um, the episode, uh, episode is actually called, Would You Like to Try a Sample? Um, <laughs> That's so a good episode he, name. <laughs> that was a good episode name. I like that. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> um, so Mike and I, in that episode, I went back and listened to it. Tony said that we talked about our stationary resolutions for 2013. So he wanted to hear a follow-up on how that's going for our resolutions. And I'm like, oh, this is not what I need listeners for. I don't need them to call me out and say, hey, you did this. What's now? But I, I'm, jo- I'm joking totally because uh, I thought that was an awesome idea. So I went back and listened to it, and I, I jotted down the the things that we talked about. So I think we did pretty good, Mike. Um, I I was like, oh man, what did I say in that? And I went back and listened. My I had two main resolutions I wanted to make. One, I was having a problem with my notes, handwritten digital notes being spread out over gobs of paper notebooks, digital note keeping apps like NVAlt, Simple Note, everywhere. So I was going to consolidate my notebooks into at the time I said um a Rodeo web notebook. Um and just kind of have the one notebook where everything goes into. Uh, didn't matter what. 
that sort of worked for me. I have definitely consolidated notebooks, but it's actually I'm not down to just one notebook. I do use a field notes notebook to keep just kind of random ideas. I am still using the Rodeo Web Notebook for bigger ideas, planning, um, you know, just bigger lists, bigger notes, bigger writing, things to do. And I'm digitally capturing some notes in Vesper, the Vesper app, because I can, what I like about that app is that I can keep these lists. And then I can take a picture, like if I uh, draw a sketch or draw a note, and I can take a picture of what's in my web notebook and attach it to the note in Vesper. So I have consolidated greatly from what I have used before. I'm not a single notebook, one notebook to rule them all guy, but I have consolidated greatly. So um, I think I would chalk that up as a success just because... I'm more sane now that I've gone to kind of this this setup and try instead of trying everything and having notes spread out over all of creation and um, uh, I can find the notes that I need quicker. Um, you know, I only have to go to you know either my field notes stash, which usually if anything important um, comes out of a field notes book, um, it'll go into the Rodeo Web Notebook or into Vesper just to keep the notes. Um, what I do when I get to the, if I haven't already consolidated out of my field notes, what I do when I fill up a, a book, I'll go back through it page by page one more time to see if I've missed anything that I want to transfer out and then go file away that field notes notebook. So I'd say my con- notebook consolidation resolution um, worked. Good. Worked, worked for me. I have a better setup now. Yeah, it might that. not be down to zero, but it's, it's, it's not yeah. better. It's definitely better. I can keep up with what I'm trying to do and what I need to do and what I need the information I need to find much better. Um, my second one was get into fountain pen inks. <laughs> I don't think that one's been a problem. <laughs> um, I've, uh, I've blown that resolution out of the water. Um, I have a serious have. fountain pen ink problem. What? So you're telling me you have. Yeah, goodness gracious, alive. So, yeah, to say I've gotten into fountain pen inks is an understatement. So, um, I have I have an ink problem, um, which is is part of the reason that goes hand in hand with the consolidating the fountain pens. Is you know consolidating the inks goes hand in hand with that. You know, it's limiting, it's forcing me to focus on a specific ink, not fill up an ink dump it back in and load up another ink, you know, three times a week, which honestly I was doing sometimes it was, it was getting a little bit out of hand. Um, so I've gotten into fountain pen inks and I thoroughly enjoy it. I, I still get grief and, and I I welcome it and I should get it about, you know, my old stance, you know, a couple of years ago was like, Oh, why would anyone use a fountain pen? So someone, I forget who said it, someone said I needed to make a t-shirt like that <laughs> and just, you know, kind of, um, kind of own my, own my, my past, uh, transgressions. So, um, yeah, getting into fountain pen inks, that is not a problem. That is a, a, a resolution I have, uh, Head first. I have handled swimmingly. Yeah. You are swimming, yeah. swimming in ink. There is no doubt, no doubt at all. So those were those were my two uh, two resolutions, and uh, I, I put down yours. Did you have a chance to listen to the episode? 
you probably not. You're a busy. You're a busy man. I, I put down. I did your. Um, I got your resolutions written down, and um, I thought you. they were pretty good too. Yeah, I was pretty sure that Brad was trolling me. He was like, "Can you go back and listen to this episode? We're going to talk about resolutions." And I was like, "Oh," and he's like, "Well, I've written them down anyway." I was like, "Well." Just send them to me then. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have uh, led you down that path. I was like, ah. See, I, I would have there. had to have listened. Yep, you got me there. But, yes. I'm just a nice guy, though. I try to help you out. I know how busy you are. You are. You're very kind to me. Very kind to me. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so my, I have more resolutions than you. So more fountain pens. Check. Twisbees. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I got the cold pens in my hand now. Um, mainly the Twisbees, though. I think I've bought some ones to try out. I think like so. I've I remember I had the AJ uh, AG Spalding. I got right, that. yeah the the wood. Um... Yeah, the wood one. The mm -hmm. uh, the failed platinum platinum platinum. Yeah. Um, I'll put I'll put a couple of those in the in the notes. For people, I, the yeah, I'd already I'd already forgotten about those. So yeah, you did you did come through on that pretty well. So I got a few. I've probably got more lying around somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, definitely the Twisby, the, the Twisbys for sure. Um, I, they're they're ones that I've that I've tried out um, a bunch. And two of two of my favorites, you know, the RSC and the Mini. Yep, five forty RSC and the Mini. Um, inks. Now I maybe haven't been as got into inks as much as you um my my resolution was more fountain pen inks i have one more so that's more mm -hmm. i guess which is the pilot iroshizuku and that's because i just i personally still don't don't really feel the need to change the uh to change my inks too too frequently in all honesty yeah that's a um, that's the type of restraint i just don't understand <laughs> i found one that works for me yeah, and I'm yeah. happy with that. In all honesty, that, that's great. I, I sometimes I wish I could do that, and I don't know, but I always feel like I'm missing out on something. So maybe that's maybe that's how it just how it's come to be. You know, with the blog, you know, I'm always learning about and other things that 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 pique my interest. And um, and remembering, I, like, I can't help myself as I am uh, as I'm using my sorry, just like one pen, really. Mm -hmm. um, changing the inks would be quite, quite a pain. I think. Yes. I'd be cleaning yeah. a lot. Yeah. If you're, you know, sticking with one pen that you know that's just kind of doing all your tasks. Yeah, just switching that around constantly would would be painful. So, I, question for you: Do you use is your con, the Konpeki the Roshizuku Konpeki? That's your pretty much go to ink. Like you know, at work, at home, carrying with you whatever fountain pen you have. That's the ink you're going with. Yeah. Awesome, awesome choice, and I still haven't gotten a bottle of that. I, I've got to do that because I, I love that ink. So, very good. Um, my last two go hand in hand, as if mm -hmm. some sort of magic has occurred. They were use more notebooks and subscribe to Field Notes Colors. So. I subscribed to Field Notes Color Edition and started using more notebooks, basically. It's <laughs> the way <laughs> so that, that happened. That one's a, a resounding yes I'm yes. going with, right? Yeah. Yes, most definitely. Um, I've, I've Since subscribing to the Field Notes, I've become even more involved in them than before. 
Um, I'm really happy that I did. And because I've now got them appearing all the time, I've actually started using them more, as you know, from listening to previous episodes. And I'm flying through, and, and I love having this notebook in my pocket all the time. I take a lot more notes than I did before. Um, I'm mixing them all up, and, you know, it's it's working out really well for me. I'm I'm really, really happy that I did it. Good. That's awesome. I, I like to hear that. And, you know, I like even I may not be as prolific as some people going through their field notes notebooks using them. I love to see the notebooks being used. Um, I think they I mean, they look even better after they've been used than when they look new. You know, people them. take take the shot, take I, the pictures of. Yeah, I love them getting all beaten up. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of the deal, right? I mean that's that's what they're for. I mean I know we talk about the collecting aspect and how expensive you know some of these old issues of getting people are collecting them, and and believe me, I'm right there, you know, from a completionist standpoint, you know, wanted to get you know something from each edition, but the actual use of them and completion and the wear and the the fullness of the notebook. That's what I enjoy the most. That's what I enjoy seeing those more than anything, more than seeing, you know, the rare colors editions coming up for sale on eBay, which they all of a sudden are now that this field group, field notes group is active. The eBay market has gone berserk again, but mm-hmm. that's a, we'll save that for another episode. Um, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. I think that's, uh, it sounds like we did pretty good on our resolutions. Yeah, we do actually. I mean, I maybe didn't succeed on one of them, but in full, maybe as much as I thought that I would. But um, I'm not. I'm not unhappy with that, actually. Yeah, really. I mean, that you you figured out what works for you, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's part of the deal. You know, you you looked at it and you decided you made a decision, and it's working. I mean, no one can argue with that, right? I don't think so. Yeah, and um, I I was uh I couldn't remember what I had said in this episode, and when I. Re- remembered the uh, the whole notebook diatribe that I went into um you know I was I think I have improved in in that aspect I'm pretty happy with that and um I think it's only going to get better I'm getting more and more organized you know forcibly so I'm just you know busy 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 and um you know that's why I had to reach out and get some help with the blog and and things like that there's lots going on so getting that notebook consolidation helped and uh even just you know my my day-to-day life and and things like that so very happy with how our resolutions ended up. So thank you, Tony. I hope it was you who sent that. <laughs> Mike's going to get mad at me if it's not, but I'm pretty certain it is. So um, uh, if you are actually the actual owner of this topic who sent it to me, <laughs> you can, you can, uh, how can they get in touch with us, Mike, and, and, and yell at me saying, hey, that was my idea. You can get in touch with us um, over Twitter and app.net. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Brad is at Dowdy, D-O-W-D-Y on app.net, and Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M on Twitter. Also, you can get Brad um, at thepenaddict at gmail.com, and he also writes at penaddict.com. And you found your apprentice. I did. I did. So that, uh, boy, that was... That was not an easy task by any stretch of the imagination. It was so, so hard. I got, I got lots of emails. Thank you, everyone who sent in um, your emails to, to my Help Wanted post. The, the quality of emails that I, I got was astounding. I, 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 I want to say I got probably close to 75 
people, wow. 75 emails. Wow. I don't, I don't think there was a single email that I could dismiss immediately. That's how quality everyone was. So that makes my decision really hard because, you know, I could only pick one person and I had to figure out a way to, you know, whittle it, whittle it down to that one person. I got it down. It took me several days to get it down to maybe like eight or 10. I felt pretty good with. And then, you know, I had some conversations with those people and narrowed it down to one. And it it was a near impossible task um, because there were so many good, um, so many good responses. But yes, I have it narrowed down. Um, so hopefully we will uh, get everything finalized, and we'll see uh, see a new name posting on the uh, on the pin act here in the coming weeks. Uh, alongside myself, nothing's going to change for me. I should be able to keep my same schedule, the same kind of the same path that I'm going down right now, uh, where I do about two reviews a week, um, the podcast and the ink links. And so I'm hoping to add in. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to replace the one the second review that I do with this new person's review, I think it'll be in addition to, which I think will be great. Very good question. You can confirm or deny. Mm-hmm. Do we know this person that has been accepted to be your apprentice? We do not. Interesting. That was the huge challenge for me. That was That weighed on me a lot because I had lots of online friends applying and people that I talk with all during the day, people that have done things for the blog in the past, and having to tell them no, or not or not necessarily no, but that I'm choosing someone else, that's hard. That was hard for me. I had real struggles. I didn't realize how hard it was going to be. You know, I've got all this, you know, community. And it wasn't, it wasn't a conscious decision, but I was like, well, do I pick someone that everyone knows already or to pick someone that no one knows and have just kind of a whole new lifeblood. And I didn't make my decision based on that. I'm based on who I I did it based on who I thought was going to be the best person, regardless of whether I had a a standing relationship with them, you know, online or not. So that didn't play into the final decision, but it was harder to tell the people that I knew (laughs) and who have done nice things for me in the past that I was choosing someone else. That was that really, really, weighed on me a lot and that was a difficult thing so I don't look forward to doing that again <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you, this, you won't have to and this person will be perfect yeah hope so hope so I'm looking I'm excited about it I'm looking forward to it so it'll be all good good stuff yep I think we're done I think we got it man I think it's a wrap thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Pen Addict Podcast until next time I'm Mike and he's Brad and thanks so much All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.